Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Johnny Manziel has been released <laughs> from the Montreal Alouettes. Johnny Exiled, Manziel defeated. is out. The ruling comes down today. He violated the terms of what was going to keep him employed in the CFL by the Alouettes. And the first thing it made me do today was go, man, now I got to go look up words. I mean, I don't want to go look up what contravened means, but I had to look up contravened because when the story broke, it was Johnny Manziel has been contravened, uh, you know, from the broke the contravened 
agreement. And I had to go, what, is con- what, what does that even mean? Who uses words in a release that people don't know what they mean? So I had to go look up Contravene. Contravene the agreement, which made him eligible to play. I think from the context, yeah. you can figure it out. Right, right. But I didn't know what contra like contravened is like contraband. Contravene could be it was, you know, some kind of agreement that everybody came in on, but no, they pretty much decided to just kick him out. So I had to look up contravened. And con- contravened is violate the prohibition on order of a law, treaty, or code of conduct. So he was in conflict with the agreement that allowed him to play for the Alouettes in Canada. And apparently what happened was so egregious that not only is he done and and the Alouettes dropped him, no other team in Canada is allowed to sign him. That's that's the one that really is no next other level. Team. Neither Rough Riders team is allowed to sign him. You're not worthy to play in Canada. The Baltimore team in the CFL is not allowed to sign him. Wasn't wasn't kind happened. enough to people. Remember that happened. Yeah. But he's not. But I, I don't know. I mean, so now Johnny Manziel is out. Now possibly he could be doing this because he realizes I could go play in the states. I could go play in the AAF. I could go play in the XFL. I'm not feeling the whole Canada thing because uh, he didn't have a good year last year when he was allowed to play, and but who knows with Johnny Manziel. But th- but well, this- but that's just it. It's, it's been long questioned as to the development of these other leagues, whether you'd go for the star power, right? Remember the Tebow and Kaepernick wooing by Ebersol and the, and the Alliance? I just like saying Alliance, much better than AAF. You like saying wooing. And wooing's a pitching yeah, wooing woo. is a pretty good word. Pitching woo is wooing a fantastic is a thing. Say. But the idea that they would want to go make a big splash when a guy like Hackenberg isn't getting it done. Yeah, but you got to have Hackenberg play because he's the only guy making headlines. No, he's on the bench now. But as a match, it's, now, Met- no, it's Mettenberg right. time. But nobody cares because when Hackenberg plays and does poorly. There's actually stories about that that people read about on the internet and no, online. Sure. Well, right now if it's Zach all about Spurrier running up the. No uh, one's going to care. That they might though. No, no. Oh, come matter. on, he was once you a highly to, touted guy. Even but, though, but even the though, idea is that that you go and with the XFL and with the Alliance that there would be some way to make a splash by bringing in a guy like Manziel. So perhaps he undermined what was going on there for that. I mean, because they're not releasing why he contravened. His agreement with Why the- did you contravene? <laughs> what does that even mean? I didn't Who? <laughs> <laughs> but but this is but this is the thing. Number one for the AAF is that if you if I was running the AAF and I tried to figure out a way to, you know, make payroll and not have to call the owner or the Carolina Hurricanes and say, Hey, can you make us out a check and we'll make you the owner? Uh What you need to do is play the guys that people know, even if they are absolute train wrecks, because that's what people pay attention to. People pay attention to this league because Trent Richardson is running the football, even though he's averaging two yards a carry and he stinks. And Christian Hackenberg's playing quarterback, even though he stinks. Their names people know, so they get coverage. And there's interest level. So, yeah, Johnny Manziel would fit completely in the AAF. But really, it doesn't matter. Whatever reason we find out, I am not going to be surprised. I'm not going to go, oh my God, can you believe this with Johnny Manziel? Because Johnny Manziel is someone who has always been all talk. Did you really think everything he said and did, he was humble enough to start over? He never lost his do-what-I-want attitude. When he was out of football, what was he doing? He's partying in Hollywood in, in here in LA, and he's doing what he wants, and, and there's video of him showing up on TMZ, and he's partying and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. No, I mean... He never really bought into the, this is what I, whoa. You said video. He never, 
He never bought into what I need to do to stay a quarterback in the NFL. Screw it and screw all of you. I can still do it my way. He had nobody to get in his face and say, dude, if you really want to be a quarterback, this is what you have to do. So all he did was, well, I'm just going to float and someone's going to give me a chance because I'm Johnny bleeping football and I have a Heisman Trophy. So now Canada gives him a chance. Hey, yeah, great. Now I'm going to go up there. Now I didn't go up there and everything didn't work out. Somebody else is going to give me a chance. He has never seen how mortal his life is in football. And that that's always been it. It's been a situation where he has felt that I can still do what I want to. And dude, when the CFL says we're banning you from our league, the CFL the Canadian Football League says we're banning you. What, what do you think that means? You think that's a shortcut back to the NFL? You stunk in the CFL, and now you got banned again. You didn't do anything that told anybody in the NFL, oh, this guy's got it. Now, is this going to get you a chance to be a sideshow for the AF and XFL? Sure. But does it get you back into the National Football League? Hell no. He's even further away from the NFL now than he was before he went to the CFL. So maybe because he's hearing people say, dude, come down here and play, man. Come and play in the AF. You'd be awesome. Oh, Wait, dude, XFL next year, it's awesome. You're still young. You're in your mid-20s. Oh, it's great. Come play. Yeah, you'll play there, and you'll still be a sideshow, and you'll be out of the NFL for four years, and you're never going to get back. He's someone that has never had that moment of, I need to take charge of my life and be able to do stuff so I can get back in the league. Because still here's something that should have never happened, and here he is out of the CFL. Well, got his opportunity. We may never find out exactly what the conduct was that, that got him excised. For all we know, it's negotiating a deal with McMahon and company to to leave and go work in the XFL already, and that was enough. You know, not showing commitment and all of those conversations. But let's call it what it is. Going back, he, he worked his tail off to dominate in college, but then there was always the question in the in the pros after becoming a first round pick. Now going to Cleveland isn't helping anybody, right? They finally have people in the executive offices that know what they're doing in terms of talent evaluation and drafting and putting a proper system in place, something that wasn't there during his tenure. So uh, much better off than, than when he was there. And well, he's no not going to benefit from any of that fun, but there's some excuse. But the other is that he, he came from means, right? Which So football, while it was hungry through college, maybe once he hit the pros, maybe it didn't have that same push. Maybe that same love wasn't there. I'm good enough, so I do it. And goes to Canada, lackluster at best. He's got two more strikes, right, in terms of professional football. Unless he wants to start playing pickup games. But, does he, but, but is league. someone really, who's going to sign him? Well, who's going to sign him in the alliance at three years, $250,000? He's not signing for that. Oh, of course. If he, then he doesn't play. Right. So he won't sign he for that. He doesn't play. So it becomes the, all right, can I... he wasn't I making con- a lot of money in Canada either. No. I mean, with the exchange rate, it probably seemed like a lot of money. Well, it, it looked good on paper. Yeah. But the idea exchange is Exchange rate always that, looks good on paper well, in Canada. What's your motivation at this point? Right? You're out of the league long enough and probably don't get a sniff again. So from a, a football perspective... You know, he had a good run. Let's go back yeah, to 2014 and the show. draft. and He'll be a sideshow, and then it'll fun. disappear. No, that's it. That's go sign that. autographs because you got the Heisman under your name forever. Yeah, th- th- pretty soon it's going to be Johnny Manziel hired as an assistant quarterback's coach somewhere. That's going to be like the next headline for Johnny Manziel. You letting that guy quarterback <laughs> coach... That you see some of the people that get jobs as coaches. That's a fair point. I mean, the 49ers, when I when I saw today, Niners agree with Wes Welker and Miles Austin. For a second, I thought, are they playing? But no, they're assistant coaches no, it makes, on the team. I mean, Welker makes sense. Welker could still play and be their best receiver. Yeah, well, for now. 
I mean, Marquise Goodwin's a pretty good receiver when he's healthy. He gets it done. He could Hamil- be Hamilton is a sleeper. He's already on my sleeper list for 2019. Oh, uh, now, no, come on. Now you're, you're just ignoring the facts. Hamilton. You're just ignoring a fun well, story. Well, it allows me to sing the Hamilton song. <laughs> As for Miles Austin, poor guy, uh, they, they couldn't do a hamstring replacement surgery. Mm. TJ, a million things Mike Harmon hasn't done. Just you wait. Just wait. <laughs> just you wait. I'm just getting warmed up. TJ. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. As the New York Mets have already been beset by injuries this spring, Todd Frazier is out with an oblique strain. Jed Lowry is out with a knee injury. Tebow's out. Tebow, no, come on, don't stop, stop, stop. I'm so stop. excited. Tebow come on, he, he's like the Terminator. He heals immediately. Tebow he is He got hurt fine. bunting no. baseballs Tebow, off a tee. Stop, Tebow. Bunting baseballs off a tee. I recover so quickly from things. Tebow is fine, but Brandon Nimmo is not. No. The big revelation the Mets had last year missed the Mets game today. Why? Because he was sidelined by food poisoning. Well, no big deal. People get food poisoning. Yeah. They go out to a restaurant and do it. No, no, sure. no. How did Brandon Nimmo get food poisoning? Because he ate undercooked chicken. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. That he made himself. Bad job by him. <laughs> that is so totally Mets. Rule number number one: You think you want to take the chicken out of the pan? Leave it another minute. You, know, you, you, you just can't. <laughs> look, let me let me just tell you: If you don't know what you're doing, cooking chicken can be dangerous. All right? Cook steak. If you undercook steak, you can still eat it. All right? If you cook undercooked chicken, is really can be really do horrible things. Well, to you. obviously it did. You got to He was bowing to the porcelain god. You, you can't just eat chicken like, oh, it looks like a like a raw steak. It's awesome. Or it's like raw tuna, like eating ahi. No, no. It's bad. There's diseases in it. You can't eat raw chicken. Well, unless you're feeling like you need a quick weight loss plan. I would, I was so- I recommend against it, do, but- Do you think when I was- 20- He just didn't want to play today. <laughs> I don't want no. He's a guy that likes to play. He wants to play. Well, what do he do? Do that again? You like that? Yeah, do that again. <laughs> you got to be close to the microphone when you do no, that. That's enough. Oh, yeah. that's and it's not just that. You got to go into the shower when you eat raw chicken. Uh, why? Because it comes out of everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, you oh, don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Sit in a fetal it's position. Like the hitting. Yes. <laughs> when I you know everywhere. You know why don't you go sign Bryce Harper and and see? It's he's happening. Meet, he's meeting with the Giants. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's going to sign for ten yeah. years of the. Giants. Uh-huh. We talked about that yesterday. He's going to sign 10 years, 10 million with That's the Giants. That's the Boris special. <laughs> but when I was 25, I think I was around 25, when I started to really make food for myself at home, not just like I'm going to make a sandwich or I'm going to do And I remember thinking, I want to stay away from chicken. So I made steak or I made, I remember the first meal I ever made for myself where I was like, well, I'm pretty proud of myself. I was like a, like a Thursday night I was home and I made steak and I cut a kiwi and I had the side like, boy, I'm eating really healthy. I think I went out for McDonald's later on the night because I got hungry. I'm sure. But, I mean, making, I was pretty happy with, okay, make making steak. And I was all right with that. And chicken is not chicken is no joke. And the thing is, if you make if you cook chicken too long, it gets dry and you can't eat it. No, chicken but that's really got to be difficult. Smart. Yeah, I, I've got about a hundred different recipes. Inquire within at Swollen Dome. I made a nice chicken tikka masala today. It was delicious. That's not that's that's a fake. That's a fake dish. I'll probably smoke some meat. You just said we're gonna smoke a chicken over you the say, weekend. Tikka that's not, that's not that's tikka masala. No, yeah. it's not. That's not anything. Who? Tikka masala. It's t- masala. no. That's well, however you want. Oh, you made it. chicken marsala. That's no, a chicken salad. You oh, you made chicken salad. You you made you made chicken salad out of chicken what? Well, uh, we actually have audio of Brandon Nimmo being asked how many right. times he has undercooked chicken before in his life. Now this is audio you're only going to hear here. Oh. He was able to talk to the media before, you know, he left the Mets for the day. Again, he's asked how many times you undercooked your chicken before? Quite a few times. 50 times? More. 100 times? More. 200 times more 500 times probably wow 
And here, That's a lot of and here I was just expecting to hear Francesa. One, two, three. No, you you four, went in giant five, leaps. It wasn't by six, ones. We counted by twenty fives and fifty. You know that bit also works on how many times he was drive through the McDonald's drive through today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I want to have this moment for everybody. If you're not a seasoned chef, don't make chicken. Eat something else. Go out to don't eat. Be, no, don't be afraid of it. No, no don't no, be no. afraid of it. it chi- no, chicken's dangerous, it's man. I want people to know things. But it's done properly. It's delicious. Yeah, but it's hard to do. a healthy way to do it. It's, it's not like hard eating, to it's do. It's like eating fugu right, and you're okay. If you eat fugu wrong, it poisons you and you die. No, you, there you die. Here yeah. you just have, you feel like oh. you want to die for yeah. about 12 oh. to 24. Oh. So that's okay. Sure. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Joining us now on the hotline from Staples Center, senior NBA insider at Yahoo Sports, observing and reporting on Lakers Pelicans, Chris Haynes. Chris, what's happening, my friend? Man, let's go, man. Thank you for having me, man. Of course. Hey, listen, we had to welcome you to Miami Vice music because of Dwayne Wade's three that he made at the at the buzzer that went in and called bank. So it's kind of a Miami Vice night on the show. Oh, I got it. Okay, I was wondering where that came from. Okay, <laughs> thanks for clarifying. <laughs> well, hey, just get on Twitter. You'll see it. You're going to go, oh, my God, seriously? So, no, it's all there for you, it's my friend. It's a peg leg three-pointer three after getting blocked, and he called bank to beat the Warriors. Good times. Oh, he called bank. Okay. Oh, they, they beat the Warriors. I, I missed that. Okay. All right, now, being, a, being there at Staples, you just saw Anthony Davis walk by. Was he wearing a Lakers hat? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't, Andy. Oh, he, wasn't, okay. he wasn't hijacked either. He, he was walking freely <laughs> within his own power. Okay, yet. So, uh, he, yeah, so Rich Paul is not television. guiding him through the stadium <laughs> just yet. <laughs> I can say as of right now, he, he is still a Pelican. All right, before we get to LeBron, let me ask this, because I, I can't believe this is going to play well with the Players Association when it comes, you know, we always talk about tanking and different things. The Pelicans' plan seems obvious to play Anthony Davis limited minutes and not play him in the fourth quarter. You're talking about a guy's one of the top five players in the game. The team has decided you're not going to play in crunch time. I can't believe after a couple of games like this, no one's going to say anything. Yeah, it's it's really comical, you know, the way th- this thing has been handled. Look, I'm I'm typically all for the players uh, in regards to you know their their freedom to move and try to dictate uh, their path because you know they don't have they don't have that power uh, that the teams have when they want to just decide to trade a player. Uh, but in this situation, man, I think you leave New Orleans. Like, I think if you're the league, you have to be. You have to be concerned with you know what New Orleans is doing. This is a small market team who is losing a top five player eventually, and uh, you know you're kind of forcing him to play in the second half of the season. When you know if we're talking just strictly from a trade standpoint, it always hurts the team who has that player. Uh, it always hurts that team when that player requests publicly that he wants out uh, because that, that hurts leverage. And so New Orleans, their Pelicans, their leverage is bad. And, you know, they're in, Anthony Davis has an injury history. There's absolutely no reason why he should be still playing. Coming out here and playing 20, 25 minutes and not playing the fourth quarter is just a mockery of the situation. They need to let him sit for the rest of the season. Well, the uh, the other side of this game, Chris, as we get ready for it, LeBron James and the Lakers, 4-10, and their last 14. LeBron, salty, glassy-eyed the other night, seemed to be pointing fingers at everybody, and maybe including himself, if you take it out to a, a bigger thing. Now they're going to change up the lineup, and McGee's out, and they go smaller. Where are we at? I mean, he says they're feeling good. I, I don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see it either. I don't see it either, and I don't know what changed from you know a few days ago when he had those negative remarks to now, you know now that the glass is half half full. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know. It's a new day. <laughs> there, there's hope. Uh, I, I think. I think what you. I think what you can tell by these uh, lineup changes. Like usually, like you don't really do lineup changes in, in you know, going into March. Like so, this is a sign of desperation right here um, on Luke Walton's part. Not to say that he shouldn't be making this move, but it's just a sign that you know just where this team is at right now. And so, I, I don't know if going small is going to help things. I don't know if this is just a, a one-time thing, but. You know, clearly this 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 is cause for concern if you're pulling a move like this this late in the season. You know, the one thing it does for us, it gives us a gift, and that is that every Lakers game, no matter what happens, is absolute must see TV because of the drama that comes out of this. I mean, that's one thing the NBA needs is focus on the games because you know, with the soap operas going on, the games have been irrelevant. It's more about where's KD going, what's he saying. What at least every time the Lakers play, their quest for the playoffs is must see TV in the. NBA has this built in for the rest of the season. Well, I, I'll take it a step further, guys. I went on, you know, Cowherd show this morning, and I said, even if the Lakers didn't make the playoffs, LeBron and the Lakers, those headlines will, will run everything. I don't mm-hmm. care what games are being played throughout the postseason; it's all going to be about what the Lakers going to do with Luke Walton. Uh, you know, what players are they going to bring in? Is LeBron happy? You know, what is he going to do? What is he going to say? Like, I, I said this even last year when, when LeBron was playing for the Cavs, when they, they, I think it was Indiana, they, t- they took the game seven um, in the first round. If LeBron going into his free agency year, if he lost in the first round, it would have been nothing but LeBron James headlines all throughout the postseason. That would have took over the games, and I think that would be the case here if they aren't, if you know, if they won't make, if they don't make the playoffs this season. I think, you know, it's just LA, it's the Lakers, it's LeBron James, these are high-profile figures in the, in the organization. So, uh, it, all hell would break loose if, if that was the case. If they didn't get in that top eight. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios on the hotline with a senior NBA insider, Yahoo Sports, at Chris B. Haynes on Twitter. You can find him, Chris Haynes, posted up with Chris Haynes' podcast as well. You can find that iTunes. Check out his Twitter feed for the latest links as well. To that end, Chris, we were going through and watching the body language. You even got Kuzma kind of taking shots back, saying, look, if we're all going to be accountable and everything that goes through everything, you know, he didn't name check. LeBron, but he certainly kind of raised his hand and said, I'll speak for my guys. You know, we're looking at it going, all right, where does he rank right now if you were to go through the league? I got him seven or eighth <laughs> in terms of your top players based on giving up half his game. <laughs> seven or eight, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, like, like KD, I mean, I can get George and Westbrook the way they're playing now, although Westbrook uh, going after the kid probably didn't help things. Well, and on yeah. my list, he's on my list, he's lower. I got Mitchell Robinson higher. I got yeah, He's Dennis got all the young Knicks. Yeah. 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 I, I got Alonzo Trier higher. I mean, come on. I got I to gotta put my Knicks up high. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hey, it is brutal in L.A. I'll, I'll tell you, like, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I, I recognize this, you know, the, it was it was door media day, I believe. No, no, it was training camp, and LeBron, I believe he was wearing a he was wearing a jersey, a different number jersey during practice. And one of the local media, I can't remember who it was, but it was around a scrum, and they asked him like, you know, why did you know since when did you start doing this, like wearing a different number during practice? And LeBron looked at him like kind of crazy and was like, dude, have you been following my career, like? I've always done this. This is what I do. Like and and what what that made me realize is that 
no matter what LeBron has accomplished away from L.A., this is L.A. They expect you to do it here. They're, they're as much as great as he is, and you know he's been the best player in the league for a long time. It's still about what have you done for this team and for this city. And I think he, he he had to realize that you know he's just not going to just be embraced. He's going to have to earn that embracing. And uh, you know that's one thing. I, that's one thing I you know that's been covering the you know Lakers more so this year than any years prior. Just like like LeBron has a lot of work to do. It's not going to be he's not going to be able to just come out here and coast and you know and get involved with his multiple ventures off the floor like. People are expecting him to do great things here, and it's going to come with some expectation. Hey, last week you had big stuff with uh, Damian Lillard. We talked about that on your Posted Up podcast. Who do you got this week? This week we have um, it's a three for one. We're giving you Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards, Kimball Walker of the Hornets, and um, Ronnie 2K, the designer creator of the NBA two, famous NBA 2K games. And so um, it's a lot of good topics we're touching on. I please urge people you know listen and, and check it out. Really good content this week. Uh, you can check it out right there. Chris Haynes on Twitter at Chris B Haynes at Chris B Haynes has the link to the podcast there as well. And then next week is Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> I think I'll kick that down the road a little bit, uh, if that's okay. That's, all right, that's uh, as long as you tell him he's coming up. That's great. <laughs> all right, that's fine. He'll, he'll come up somewhere. All right, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you. Enjoy the game. All right, take care, guys. See you, Chris. All right, great stuff there from Chris Haynes, NBA insider for Yahoo Sports. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. As the NFL Combine is set to hit in full force tomorrow in Indianapolis, we have no shortage of big headlines to get to. Number one, Nick Foles is going to be available. The Eagles announced earlier today they're going to allow him to become a free agent. They're not going to franchise him and try to trade him. So they are going to allow him to leave to go to another team. Eagles GM Howie Roseman said, we owe this to Nick to let him go and find his own fortune. Translation, we couldn't trade him. Nobody wanted him. Nobody was going to give us anything close, so we're letting him go. And whatever compensatory pick we get... We're okay with that. Now, it's not known what kind of compensatory pick they'll get for Nick Foles. Many things are up in the air for that, depending on what the Eagles do in free agency, how many players they wind up losing altogether. They're going to lose a few. But they're rather than saying, okay, maybe a fourth-round pick. This is cute. I mean, finding out compensatory picks, the formula, is really mysterious. There's no, you know, you want to say, well, it's a third-round pick. Well, not necessarily. Fourth-round pick could be a later-round pick. But this tells you that the Eagles couldn't get anything good for Nick Foles, which tells you it can't be anything that's at least a fourth-round pick. And I don't want to say I told you so, but I'll tell you so, because this is who Nick Foles is. Nick Foles is a backup quarterback that has had his moments in time filling in when somebody gets hurt in front of him. We talked about this a couple months ago, that Nick Foles is a guy who I wonder if he's like Brock Osweiler, Derek Anderson, where if these, we've heard stories, Jason Locke and Forrest told us about this, other insiders, that there's certain quarterbacks that if you tell Tell them they're starting long term, they won't play well because they think about it too much and they throw up on themselves. But these are guys, if they come and have to play for a week, they play fine. And when they know, all right, it's not my job long term because they don't think about it as much. That is Nick Foles and what he has done so far in his career to a T. Every time Nick Foles has been thrust in, whether it was the first time around with the Eagles or the second time around with the Eagles, he has done fine. But every time he has been told, you are the long-term guy, he has played terribly. When the Eagles tried to make him the long-term guy, didn't work. When the Rams tried to make him the long-term guy, yes, it was Jeff Fisher, didn't work. When he had to play earlier on this year, knowing you're the guy, is we don't know when Carson Wentz is coming back, you're going to be the guy, well, guess what? He didn't play well. But when you're thrust in, Nick Foles doesn't have time to think about it, and he plays well. He has only played well with the Eagles. 
And we told you no one's going to pony up for a guy who would be a bridge quarterback. You are getting Nick Foles not to hand him the job, but to say, okay, come and compete for it with whoever we're bringing in as a young quarterback. Maybe you stave him off for a year. Maybe you prove that he's re- that you're really good and we'll move on that way. And the young quarterback we're bringing in is a third or fourth round pick that can take a couple of years to be able to mature. But that's not a guy you're giving up a high pick for. When I heard the Eagles, oh, first round pick, it's like, you know, stop. You know, it, 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 we've, we've passed the point in society where teams can throw out just the highest level and see what teams come back with. Because nobody, nobody is into that anymore. It's like in fantasy. This is what I want for this guy. Instead of, okay, you asked me for this guy and I'm going to come back with for this offer that's a little bit lower. You're going to say you want a guy higher. That used to be the way to do things. But now, no, no. Give me a, give me a decent offer and I'll debate it and I'll go back and forth. And if I don't like it, I can counter and then we can get something done. But when you hear, we want a first round pick, how many teams are going, yeah, click, nope, next. Not doing that for Nick Foles. Now we know teams aren't even doing a third or fourth round pick for Nick Foles. Because if it was a fourth round pick they would offer, they would have said, okay, great, we'll do it because the compensatory pick may or may not be right around. But that's what, now they know they're not even getting that. Well, but you're also still having to go through the money situation of what are you going to pay Nick Foles? What, like, what's the, all right, here's, we, we sign him and then we deal him and you've got to pay out some big, big contract to this guy for a year when you're not, you're not married to him. Right. Cause something we talk about my, what have you got left that, that needs a quarterback Jacksonville, Washington, and Miami. Miami's already been talked about as, as being on the books for 2020. Don't forget right? the jets. Stop yes. with that. No, I, I get that. You this might is want for you. This is my present for you right now. Look at this. Look at you me. Might, you might need help me. for Sam. That's I'm for number right one. There. That's for you. Right. I'm there. number one. He was just showing you some I knew love. It. But the idea being Miami with Flores and Caldwell and what they built that they're not necessarily playing for 2019. They have the longest odds on the board for Super Bowl victory. Jacksonville, what does Tom Coughlin want? Is is Derek Carr eventually the guy that ends up there? Is there some other movement that goes on? And then you have Washington with the Alex Smith injury. You got Josh Johnson and question mark. So you don't exactly have a lot of seats lining up. The other two that are questioned of whether you need quarterbacks, the Giants, although they keep telling you how many more years Eli Manning has, and then Marcus Mariota and the Titans, in terms of his health, maybe you want to just grab a guy to make sure you've got a a potential successor if injuries continue to, to hamper Mariota. But not a lot of spaces, so your number of trade partners limited, market limited, in terms of how much volume is. And you look at the the quarterbacks that are still. We, we mentioned Derek Carr. You're, you're talking about potentially where Kirk Cousins, there's there's been a lot of scuttlebutt of how much he, he how long he is for Minnesota when it's all said and done, regardless of what that contract says. So that's there. Ryan Tannehill's looking for a job. And you just had a, an influx of a lot of quarterbacks Last year, not to mention at number one, Arizona might be looking to deal Josh Rosen if they decide to take Kyler Murray. So not exactly a a giant pile of options for the Eagles. And I think that reality punched them in the face as they got ready to go to Indianapolis. Like, you know, you'd think there'd be a lot of potential suitors. Everybody's got at least a serviceable quarterback on their roster. So we're not getting any kind of reasonable offer, so let's just cut bait and move on. Look, we told you. I mean, really, what the Eagles should do is, you know what? We're going to suck it up and sign the guy. 
The guy's a folk hero. He's okay with you know when you can put him in a game after Carson Wentz gets hurt because that's is what happens. It may not be what he wants, but he would like collecting $20 million, and I'll play a little bit. You could do that. That's the best thing for the Eagles to do, would be to suck it up while you're not paying Carson Wentz all that kind of money, and you can pay him $20 million. With the salary cap going up, you can cut one guy, and you can keep Nick Foles. That clearly is what has shown that you can do well the last couple of years, is you have Carson Wentz, and no matter what need a backup, right? So it's not like you can't go spend on a backup. You got to go find somebody. You have to go find someone that can come in and play at a high level because you know Carson Wentz is injury prone. That would be the smartest thing for the Eagles to do. That'd be the absolute smartest thing was be sent to do, but they can't, you know, they can't and they're going to let him go and now they're going to be stuck when Wentz gets hurt and Nick Foles is going to go someplace else and realize, oh man, I should, I, I, I could have just signed for a lot of money, stayed with the Eagles and I'd have my career set. Unless he's thinking I'll go somewhere, get money, then go back to the Eagles in a year. I mean, maybe I could always go back there. They'll always take me back. They seem to like, yeah, you know, you know come but, back for a third tour of duty. Really, I, I don't know, maybe. I, I mean, I know you're confident in your abilities, but does Nick Foles really think, I'm going to go somewhere, win a job, and be the quarterback there for the next five years? Do you really think that's going to happen? He's going to sign somewhere just to be replaced at some point in the middle of the season. In the middle of the season. Josh McCown knew it. A.J. McCarron knew it. Tyrod Taylor knew it. Every one of these guys knew it. But they all go in going, they all know they're going to be replaced midway through the season. Nick Foles is the same guy. He's not going to worry. We're not bringing in a quarterback. Nick's our guy. No, it's going to be Nick and what well, we got this young guy that we like. Well, and you got Nate Sudfeld, right? Is there is their backup? There was a lot of talk that they liked him in the system, which also helps to make Foles expendable. Another guy that might be, you know, trade bait and potentially on the move, you got Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis that potentially. That's a, a part that they spin out with all the trade uh, potential that they have, all the the draft picks and dollars and everything else that maybe that's something that they continue to parlay and, and keep rolling. So maybe he's available. He's got one more year left on his deal uh, in, in 2019 for the Colts. So maybe maybe there's another quarterback that really jumbles what the market for Nick Foles could have been. So. Yeah, I, the, you would think with Wentz's injury history, you'd see if you couldn't come to a price and make it make sense. But at, at some point, you also don't want this hanging over your locker room at every turn, right? You know, every time Wentz maybe has a game that isn't up to par, you know Nick Foles is sitting there. You know he's a Super Bowl MVP. At some point, you just want that and you want change. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.